Hey, it's Rob Myrick, also known as Single Rider Line on Twitter. I'm in line at Dinosaur in Disney's Animal Kingdom. And you're listening to the Enchanted Tiki Talk Podcast with Sean, Keith, and Alan. Take it away, guys. This week's show is brought to you by Loot Crate, the official sponsor of Enchanted Tiki Talk. Loot Crate is the world's greatest subscription box for geeks, gamers, pop culture, and Disney fans like you. Start your subscription now at www.lootcrate.com slash tiki talk. Vahini Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the glee club. Hey, howdy, hey, and thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Alan. I'm Keith. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 73 for the week of March 15th, 2015. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk. On this week's show, we're going to talk about our traditions on our first and last days of our trips in Walt Disney World. <laughs> Keith came up with this topic, right, I believe? Yeah, but... You've been wanting to talk about this for like six months, I think, and we kept brushing it off and brushing it off. I'm like, hey, guys, I finally have an idea. Basically ran out of all other ideas, so we were like, well, we'll have to do Keith's idea, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. they they scratched them all off except for this one, so this is what you get, people. (laughs) So so we apologize in advance if it's a crappy episode. Just send your hate mail to Keith at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. There you go. I'll just put it with the others. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like we're a family guy now and they'll like be like, Yep, this is a Meg episode. You can turn if you want to. <laughs> right. This is a yeah. episode, so if you want to turn, we understand. Just kidding, Keith. Oh yeah, sure. Whatever. Alright, so Keith, since this is your um grand idea, let's start off with what you do on your first day when you arrive to Walt Disney World. Okay, well, it does kind of depend upon um, our flight schedule. We try and get there as soon as possible. We try and land around 10 o'clock in the morning and knowing full well that the room's not available. Um, So I typically just pack a backpack as our carry-on and... As soon as we're uh, off the bus at the resort, we take and hop on uh, another bus and uh, and head uh, straight for Main Street. I always stop there first and just soak it all in and take in the experience of actually like of being there. So if we do get like a later flight, though, I try and always like make a dinner reservation at some place and go and check in and you know kind of chill out and change and then um, go and eat and then we always end our first day with wish at the Magic Kingdom anyway, so that's always our our final stop on our first day. Yeah, I think uh, Keith hit the nail on the head there when he said, you know, what what we do when we start on our first day really depends on when we get there. Uh, You know, did we fly? Did we drive? What time did we roll into town? Things like that. I mean, obviously the first thing we do is we go to the resort and at least get checked in. The room's not always ready, but we do go there first. One kind of tradition that we used to have, and we, we did it probably... Maybe two trips in a row, I think, and it was before we bought Vacation Club. But what we used to do is we get into town, and we would go after we got checked in. We'd go down to Downtown Disney. Um, you know, we didn't want to waste a park ticket for a half a day, so we would go to Downtown Disney, and we would usually get there around four or five o'clock or so. We just kind of wander around Downtown Disney, kind of soak up. I mean, that was the first. That was always the first. Like this is Disney feeling. You know, you walk, you park the car, and you walk in. 
and we would always grab dinner at Paradiso 37, Pleasure Island, or in the Pleasure Island area. Uh, I don't know if you guys have, you guys have eaten there before, but... Yeah, that's a great place for, um, like, especially, like, late-night snacks and, and stuff along those lines. They have, like, the uh, great little appetizers to they choose from. great appetizers. What I was yep. exactly, I've never ordered anything off their uh, regular entree menu, but their appetizers are stellar. They've got this stuff called Crazy Corn, and they, they take corn on the cob, and they slice it in half. Uh, so that you know, there's a flat side, and they put that on this griddle pan, and they they season it with uh, like lime juice and some kind of Mexican spices, and they mm. cover it with tons of cheese, and they and they put it on the griddle, and they get it real hot, so it comes out on this uh, like a fajita griddle is what it comes out on. You know, it's still kind of sizzling. It's got all this cheese on it, and these uh, like paprika and and other um, kind of hotter spices, and it is so good. But we would go, we go to um, Paradiso, we get a table outside kind of on the water and we just sit there and we uh we get a drink they had a had a drink that we really like uh it was half frozen margarita and half frozen sangria kind of like swirled together and we would sit there and we'd have a drink we'd eat you know some really good appetizers and once we were done eating we'd you know kind of walk around downtown disney some more and it's just a really great way to to get into town and still get that Disney feeling, even though you can't go to a park if you you know if you don't have tickets and you don't want to waste a, a park day. So that's how we always would start our trip for two or three trips in a row. That's what we would do. Well, like for us, it's it has changed so much since we've had kids. Back before we had kids, we always used to take a night flight. So we would typically it would be like a five thirty six o'clock flight, and we'd land at like nine ten o'clock, and then we'd probably if we got back to um, a resort in a quick enough time, we would always head down to downtown Disney and that would be the first thing we would do. So even though it might be 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, we'd have, you know, like an hour to spend down there. We'd do some shopping. We'd grab uh, a margarita at the margarita stand, which I think is closed now or they moved it or something along those lines. But that was always fun because we were able to check out which merchandise we were interested in and that way I can plan around my uh, my buying around what we saw there and especially hidden in the Christmas store which was always my favorite store I always wanted to make sure that we had new ornaments to bring home so we'd hit that bring everything go back to the room and sometimes we'd you know the first night we might have a drink at the resort or we would go to the hot tub for a little while and just relax and and uh, now, since having kids, that has all changed. We typically take a earlier morning flight, which I still prefer nighttime flights because that way I'm there the first thing in the morning in the park and I don't have to worry about getting up to make my flight and worry about traffic, getting to the park, getting to the airport. So it's nice when I'm actually finally there first thing in the morning. But now we fly out and the last few times we, well, on our last trip, we went to the park's the first day, but the last couple times before that, we spent time going to Art of Animation because my son was a huge Cars fan. So we spent time spending, you know, checking out the sites of Art of Animation and going to downtown Disney. But it's been so hard, but our traditions have completely changed where it's, it's, it's you're doing more things that work for the kids now than it, it does for you. But we try to do something Disney-esque, not just sit in the resort no matter what time we get there. So whether it be going to downtown Disney or checking out other resorts or going to the parks if we can, that's what we try to do on the first day if it works out. That's an awesome tip, too, to, to save a day's worth of like park tickets to go to, you know, like downtown or resort and stuff and walk around, especially now that the prices are what they are. It's uh, lots of folks are trying to find ways to cut the budget down a little bit. Yeah, downtown Disney is always a great spot to visit. 
weekends are very, very busy. So if you can do it early on on your trip or just a weekday, Monday through Thursday, you're better off going so it's less crowded. And you can hit some of the stores and some of the, the bars and restaurants. And I think all this is going to change now that it's becoming Disney Springs and new restaurants are coming. Right. So I don't know what to expect once that happens. So I don't know... I, you know, literally, I have no idea what to expect going to downtown Disney. I don't know if it's going to be the same as it was before. You know, I don't know if I'm going to have. I don't know if it's going to have that. That I don't know. To me, it has a Disney feeling right now, even though it re- really there isn't much Disney to it except for some of the stores. I'm just worried that it's just going to become too much of a um, commercial. Uh, what's the word? Uh, more of a, a like a mall, an outdoor mall, than anything else. If nothing else, you can start your trip off us with a clean shave at the Art of Shaving. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Um, let me do that. Well, I think it's still <laughs> going to have a good Disney feel to it. I mean, I know, you know, I know where you're coming from. You're worried all these uh, you know, non-Disney merchants are coming in. But really, I think the I think the theming, I mean, you know, obviously no one knows now because you know, all we've seen is, is bits and pieces that have opened already and artist renderings and things of that nature but I, I think it's still going to have a good feel to it and, and I actually think it's going to give people a, a better opportunity to, to spend more time down there and, and and actually have a reason to be there. I mean right now I don't know that a lot of people go. I mean a lot of people go. I mean, Obviously the parking lots are always are jammed full but I think people go and they go to World of Disney and they go to Earl of Sandwich and that's about it. Um, you know I mean Speaking in generals, uh, you know, in general terms here, but I think having more stores, more stores that appeal to more people, I think it's going to help that area, and I think it'll still have the the, the good Disney feeling. I mean, I hope it will, but I, I do think it will too. I think that the uh, like theming and story and stuff that they are incorporating into it, it will still uh, have that Disney feel to it. It's always been kind of like an outdoor, like a marketplace anyway, so. Yeah, but it's still I mean, a majority of the stores not... were Disney. They were, you know, now it's becoming where, you know, I don't go to the West Side, so I know that's, like, there's only, like, what, one Disney-esque store there, the the Marketplace area. Most of the stores there have something related to Disney, so that's why I've enjoyed it. And I guess with all the new things that are coming in, I'm just, you know, I, I just hope that it, I don't mind them having other stores available. It's not like I'm really going to buy anything. I'm not going to go to the shaving store or buy anything. Um, I like to smoke cigars, but chances of me going into the cigar shop and buying a cigar are kind of slim. I bring it with me anyway. So, I think for me personally, downtown Disney, I mean, I basically only buy things. I only shop, quote unquote, at the World of Disney store. Um, I used to really like Team Mickey before they closed that. And I've been in the, the, um, the co-op place. And it's really cool. There's one or two sections in the co-op place that are really cool, and, and I could see you know spending some money there. But for me, going to downtown Disney has always been more about just walking around and soaking up the atmosphere. Um, you know, walking past Raglan Road, and you can hear the music you know coming from inside. And and there's almost always you know live musicians, on, especially on uh, weekends. But there's almost always live musicians out there that are you know playing their music and. And to me, it's less about the shopping and more about just being down there and kind of soaking up the atmosphere. And, you know, it, the, the Rainforest Cafe volcano, you know, erupts you know, periodically, and that's pretty cool. And I walk over to the Christmas store. I do shop the Christmas store, actually. I love that store. But I think it's less about the shopping for me anyway. So I guess that's why I'm not too concerned about it losing that Disney feeling. All right. So to uh, 
not beat up on Disney Springs, downtown Disney anymore. Uh, let's go ahead and discuss some of the things that we'd like to do on our last day in Walt Disney World. Keith, go ahead. Same story as uh, our first day. I mean, it all kind of depends on our flight schedule. I try and do evening flights, and that way I can um, I still do a park day for our final day. Always do like a park hopper pass, and that way anything that you didn't get to do or see um, that, that you can still kind of um, like fill in, you know, those holes. Also, too, is we always like, check our bags at the resort before um, like, checking out so that you don't like have to uh, like, take them with you all day, which uh, it seems like that is common sense, but I have seen it done before. <laughs> and then if it's an earlier flight, we stop at downtown Disney, get some lunch at the Earl of Sandwich, and um, just kind of do what Sean and Alan do just with their um, first day there. We just kind of like shop around and buy anything that we had our eyes on all week and uh, just didn't get to buy or just walk around and kind of soak up that last tiny bit of Disney that, that we have left. So that's pretty much how we spend our last day there. Yeah, it's all about just trying to uh, not let go until you absolutely have to, you know? That's how it is for us. It's like, what can we do to make sure that we don't have to leave Disney until the absolute last possible second? Um, for us, it depends on if we're driving or if we're flying. Uh, if we're flying... We generally are going to try to hit a park. We always pick a late flight. We get the latest flight. We get the latest direct flight uh, without having a layover that we can get. So we can get up in the morning, we get packed up, we get out of the room. We'll generally go to a park. Usually Magic Kingdom is the last day we can you know, hit Mickey's Soul Heart Magic one last time because that's my wife's favorite. I like to try to hit Splash Mountain one more time since it's my favorite. Maybe take one more stroll through the stores and see if there's anything we're missing. And that's usually how we end our last day is at Magic Kingdom. Uh, it's not necessarily my favorite part. My favorite part is Epcot, but that's the park we always end up in just because there's always those two or three things that we want to hit one more time. Uh, and, and so that's where we go. Uh, sometimes we'll go to Downtown Disney um, in the morning because we go to Downtown Disney first, like I said, but we don't do much shopping on our first visit. Uh, we tend to leave our shopping until the end of the of the week so we can kind of go, you know, well, I really like this thing, but then I found something else later in the week that I liked more, so I'm going to get that instead. So, you know, we don't like to buy the first thing we see that we really want because we want to look around at all the stores. We tend to go to the, the deluxe resorts during the week, so, you know, we, we wait until the end of the week to, to buy our, our souvenirs and whatnot. Um, so sometimes we'll go to downtown Disney, do our shopping, and then we head to the airport. Um, our one tradition when we drive, we always end at downtown Disney, and we will go to Earl of Sandwich, and we get four sandwiches, uh, two for me and two for her, and then we get in the car, and we get on the road. And about the time we get out of Orlando, we'll crack out two of the sandwiches, we eat those on the road, and then when we get home, you know, it's about a nine-and-a-half-hour drive to my house, we get home, we have Earl's sandwich for dinner, and that's kind of, you know, we, we kind of get Earl's sandwiches. We get we get a Disney meal even though we're back in North Carolina. So that's that's what we always do when we drive. Uh, we we leave Orlando between twelve and one o'clock and and get home and have that last Disney meal in the comfort of our house. That's a great way to end it. Like you said, you having yeah. your last Disney meal at home, and you can reminisce about the the memories that you had from that you know, past week or whatever it was when you were down there. So for us, our last day, the last two times it, we, the last, typically on our last day, the night before we like to spend the last night at the magic kingdom. 
and we always try to say goodbye to the Magic Kingdom. You know, we say goodbye, uh, nighttime Magic Kingdom, we'll see you tomorrow for the, the last time during the day. So usually we like to spend the last day at the Magic Kingdom, and we'll go on our favorite attraction, you know, like uh, Alan had said, we'll do uh, Peter Pan, we'll try to do um, Pirates or whatever other attractions, and now with my, my son, it's always, you know, um, the Barnstormer, because he loves that attraction, and he loves the TTA, so we'll try to get the TTA in and again. And anytime we leave the, the Magic Kingdom on the last day, we always bring caramel apples home. So, you know, like Alan said, he gets to, if they're driving home, they'll take uh, sandwiches back. Well, we'll take our caramel apples home and we'll try to bring, you know, two or four back for um, a snack to have, you know, a day or two later after we get home. So it's the same thing. So we can remember about our trip and, and have that one last taste of Disney while we're home in New Jersey, you know, uh, back in our or real world having to go to work and get up early in the morning and, and not enjoy getting up. So um, the last day for us, the last two times we didn't go to the parks, we spent time at the pool just because it worked out um, time-wise because we had earlier flights. I like to take like a, a five, six o'clock flight going home. Um, but the last time we went, I think it was like three o'clock. So Magical Express was picking up as like 12 o'clock in the last two trips. So for us to get up in the morning and go to the Magic Kingdom just wasn't worth it. So we went, you know, just stayed by the pool and just relaxed a little bit for a couple hours and, and just uh, just didn't feel the need to rush anywhere. So um, that's how we've done it the last couple of years. Do those caramel apples travel pretty well? Um, as long as you get the ones with the peanuts on it, yes. Okay. Otherwise, no. The caramel will stick to the uh, wax paper. Yeah. So that's just something that we've learned that you have to get it with the peanuts, which we don't mind. I prefer it without the peanuts. I think it tastes better. Yeah. But to bring it home, it doesn't matter to Amelia's. I still have that last, you know, taste of Disney when we're back in Jersey. Yeah, we always get a couple snacks too. I mean, the Rice Krispie treats are good traveling treats. Um, when we drive, yeah, I should have I should have mentioned this too. When we drive, a lot of times our last morning is spent driving around and just getting as much as we could. The last time we drove, I don't remember what trip <laughs> it was, but the last time we drove down was you know whatever it was one to one of the trips last year probably maybe March. Um, but I think that morning we drove to the Beach Club Resort to get Oreo bonbons, which by the way those things are amazing. Really? Have you guys had those? Just on a quick no, ride. I Oh my God! Go to the beach club and get the Oreo bonbons. They will blow your mind. So we drove to the beach club. We get Oreo bonbons. Then we drove around uh, Crescent Lake to the boardwalk to get Oreo cupcakes from the Boardwalk Bakery, which are also very, very good. And then we went to Downtown Disney and did the Earl's Sandwich Run, like I was talking about. So we've got this. We packed this cooler. Full of like just (laughs) spectacular desserts, right? And then when we get home, it's like there's this very thin line, and I'm sure it's the same way with you with the apples. There's this thin line of how long can we like drag this out so we can enjoy them (laughs) without eating food that's going to kill us because it's a week old, you know? Um, Right. You know, it's it's so much fun to bring those streets home and live your Disney trip just a little bit longer. You get home from work. It's that first day back. It sucks. We all know that you get home and you got an Oreo cupcake or you got a Rice Krispie treat in the shape of a Mickey or whatever your family's favorite treat is. I mean, you know, whatever you can take home short of a Dole Whip. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of great treats you can take home with you that'll travel. And, you know, how, how nice is it when you get done with that first day back at work and We've all got that Disney hangover where we're just like, you know what? This time last week, 
I was just getting there and I was so excited and now I'm sitting in rush hour traffic after a long day at work and God, I hate my life, you know? And then you get home, <laughs> got this great treat, right? Bringing treats home is, is a huge part of, of a Disney vacation. Um, you know, whether you're flying or driving determines what you can bring home quite often, but we always bring some home. One thing that travels really well is caramel popcorn. You know, yes, wherever you choose to get it, whether it's caramel kucha in, in Germany or, or Big Top Treats, which is where I get mine, that travels really well. And it stays really well. That'll, I mean, caramel popcorn will sit for a week or more and still be like crunchy it's not as good as as day one but it's not going to kill you right. either so yeah oh. you know what i love to have is i'm addicted to them is the um cinnamon breathmans i guess that's what they are have you ever had them they're in the little tins Mm-mm. cinnamon what breathmans i don't know what those are i've not had those where do you get those at um, I've only ever seen them in the um, resort gift shops. Hmm. I, I have like peppermint um, and cinnamon, but I love the cinnamon ones. I can I can devour the little tin in in, in minutes. They're so kind of like Altoid type thing, like <clears throat> Yeah, like those type of things, right? Are they like Disney themed or something? Or like in the shape of yeah, Mickey like they're or? shaped in like Goofy and Mickey and all that. Oh, I've never seen those before. I'll have yeah, to I love I'll have to look things. out for those next time I'm down there. Yeah. I always bore, I always buy like four or five of them. I think they're like four bucks a pop, and I. I buy them. I could just, you know, it's, that's another thing that I love to have when I go home, especially on my car ride to work. I'll pop in a couple of those. And when I get back to work, I'll pop them in and sit at my desk and pop them in. And I just think about being in the Magic Kingdom again. And my wife likes to bring home um, the pre-packaged Goofy's Candy Company candy that's, um, yeah. they're, right. they're Mickey-shaped yeah. Twizzlers. They're not oh, okay. like the long Twizzlers. It's like they took a Twizzler and, and shaped like a Mickey and then sliced it. So they're just a bunch of really small Mickey Twizzlers. I hope I'm describing that pretty well, but those are her favorites. She found those uh, one, one one trip last year. She found them just kind of like, oh, those look good when she bought them. So now they're like her favorite thing. I had a friend that went down, a coworker that ran the um, dopey race. And I said, if you find these, buy me a bag so I can surprise my wife with them when you get home. So she found me a bag. I paid her for them. That was a fun little like, hey, surprise, here's your you know favorite Disney nice. candy. A couple of tips, too, is I thought of is um, you guys were talking. For the prepackaged uh, candies and stuff, you can also use your snack credits for those if you have the dining plan. So if you find yourself on your uh, like final day and you still have like four or five credits left, and you can go and stop at the store and get those and take them home. If the other tip is with the... Uh, the souvenirs. Do not buy anything that is extremely heavy that you have to uh, like take back home with you as part of your final day shopping trip. This last trip, our final day, and we was walking around uh, downtown Disney. I saw the 50th anniversary Tiki Room like steins, and it's like I was like, man, I should have bought this like two days ago, because um, it weighs I don't know like like 10 pounds it feels like. So I bought it. They took and wrapped it up extremely well, and I put it in uh, like a backpack that, that I have as a carry-on. And man, that thing was so heavy all day long and flying home and traveling you know with this thing so either get your stuff that is bulky ahead of time and pack it in either that or disney does ship things home there's a fee involved but i'm sure it's cheaper than a chiropractor utilize those options instead of hauling it home in a backpack with you it's a good tip keith so we um yeah it really is especially the um dining plan 
trip or trip or tip or whatever. If you've got extra snack credits, Disney wins if you don't use all your credits. So use all your credits. Buy whatever you can get your hands on. I mean, just take it home with you and you'll you'll enjoy those treats when you get home. So we posted this question up on uh, Facebook to see what some of our listeners' responses were, uh, Facebook and, and Twitter. Um, and here's some of the responses that we got back. Um, uh, Chris underscore Lynn, uh, first day has to be the Magic Kingdom in time for the opening welcome. Last day has to be the Magic Kingdom again for wishes. Amanda goes by Walt Express on Twitter. If we are with the kids, it's Magic Kingdom for both days. If not, it's Epcot. And good friend of the show, Jordan Duncan, at Jordan Gasly. He says, first day, they like to take the boat from Port Orleans to downtown Disney. That boat ride's amazing. And the last day, I said that, not Jordan. And the last day is uh, they close it out. Although Jordan probably feels that way, too, since he does that. Uh, the last day, they close it out at either Epcot or the Magic Kingdom. Um, Stephanie on Facebook said, I usually drive, and it's a nine-hour drive, so we normally get in around dinner time. I like to have a Disney uh, a Disney dining reservation lined up or plan to hit a bar at one of the resorts. That's a great option, it drinking. Yeah. Uh, they- <laughs> you need it when you get down there after a nine-hour drive. Trust me on that. Right. right. The day I leave, I always stop at Downtown Disney one last time to pick up any last-minute souvenirs and to load my car up with many as many sandwiches from early sandwiches possible. That's my girl right there, Stephanie. I got you on that one. <laughs> you can rent those U-Hauls, too, and pack those with <laughs> yeah. sandwiches if you want to. Peas and Carrots 3 on Twitter says, Traditionally, the Magic Kingdom do start and finish with the People Mover as our last ride. However, since we usually start and finish... On Saturdays, we are rethinking that since Saturdays are crazy at the Magic Kingdom, so they are going to start uh, in Epcot for an X-Trip. Yeah, that's a. it seems like everything is based on uh, the crowds at the parks, too. I mean, it, you do kind of have to be flexible with your schedules. Definitely. Uh, next, we've got Kevin, who uses at TerriblePirate7 on Twitter. First day, uh, Kevin likes to get acclimated, grab a fancy dinner, and end with illuminations. Not a bad first day. And on the last day, uh, one last go on Toy Story Midway Mania, and then they like the people watch, which always a great thing at Disney. There are a lot of, uh, uh, <laughs> a lot fun of people to watch. People to watch. <laughs> Walt Disney World. And uh, Kevin is doing some blogging for us on our, our blog, blog.enchantedtikitalk.com is a place where you can check out some of his posts that he's put on there, too. DVCM um, at Smurf. Smurf, uh, Smurf, uh, Smurf, Smurf, <laughs> um, last day, magic kingdom. We get a giant chocolate Mickey rice, crispy treat in a box to take home and one treat each for home. Not plain. <laughs> that was abrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, You're I was up. reading yeah, it. And I was waiting for him to say something else. <laughs> they don't eat the treat at home. They eat it or not. No, they don't eat the treat on the plane. They eat it when they get home. Right. What they're just gotcha. like Smurf Luffy is saying. <laughs> There's only 140 characters. It's hard to get a full yeah, lot in there. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and Bill, he uh, goes by Bill underscore um, Slattery on Twitter. He just <laughs> says, um, stand in line. <laughs> Question mark. Oh, well. There's a lot of waiting in line. <laughs> There's a lot of standing in line. That's the first day, the last day, all the days in the middle. Right. And then uh, last but not least, uh, good friend Matt Holly from Dixie Landings in uh, at MHolly579. First day for them is either a pool day or they head to downtown Disney. And then the last day is usually a shopping spree 
And like Keith advised, you know, using up those last meal credits so that Disney doesn't win. Lots of turkey legs on that final day. <laughs> not for Matt Holly, there's not. <laughs> Matt is not eating turkey legs unless he's changed his opinion since the last time I saw him. I'll take his credits then and use them. It's wisely. <laughs> no, he eats good treats. He likes good stuff. Well, this I guess this episode turned out a little bit better than I thought it was going to. Yeah, yeah, this see, was fun. That wasn't such a bad <laughs> idea. All right, maybe we'll let Keith pick another one then uh, next year. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, let's give it a year. Once a it's year. one a year is all I get, folks. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, so that's going to do it for this week. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Loot Crate, the world's greatest subscription box for geeks, gamers, comic book, and Disney fans. For information, for more information, visit their site at lootcrate.com slash tiki-talk. Be sure to let us know what you thought of this week's show. You can comment in the notes at enchantedtiki-talk.com. You can email us at podcast at enchantedtiki-talk.com. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Don't forget, if you're in the park, give us a call on the Tiki line and uh, show your Tiki side. Yeah, don't forget to do that. Uh, be sure to like us on Facebook. Check out our store at redbubble.com. And follow us on Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can stalk me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's 1-M-I-N Disney Dream and MouseWorldVacations.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dole Whip Daily. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N-O-R-M-N-B, the number 8 and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Okay, then. <laughs> Background noise. It sounded like somebody had a, a, like a horror movie soundboard, and they were just like, <laughs> like hitting buttons. Sean, there's an axe murderer behind you. <laughs> oh, boy. Somebody Don't, turn Don't turn around. Don't turn around. Somebody hang up and call 911. Does anyone know Sean's address? I don't. Crap. <laughs> Uh, somewhere in Jersey, a guy's getting attacked by an axe. Um, anyway. <laughs>